Ritual in the Valley, NFL Week 10, Matt's a douchebag. The huddle begins right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Huddle Podcast, brought to you by the Sideline Network. I'm alongside Rich O. What's up, no buddy? Matt. No, Matt. Yeah, he sucks. How you doing? I'm doing, you know. So, uh, figure we'll rip the Band-Aid off early for you and just yeah, go into your uh, Eagles and Cowboys game. <sighs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. That was a good game. It was a great game. I got to give it to the Cowboys. They pulled out... A lot of extra plays that I was not expecting. Obviously, the Eagles were not expecting as well. Eagles secondary is just trash. And it does not help at all with Ronald Darby. Being out with a torn ACL, not helping us out at all. Eagles offense still looks strong. Run game wasn't bad. Um, Golden Tate, it was very good seeing him getting the kind of passing plays that he was getting, even running the routes that, you know, you can just see that, you know, again, going deeper into the season, that him and Wentz, are, it looked like him and Wentz are already pretty comfortable with each other as it was, you know. This was, a, I think, a perfect uh, game for them to just kind of test out, you know, how far can you go, how far can you throw type deal. Um, and so I'm excited about that. I really am. Uh, not excited about our defense though. You know, linebackers were fine, you know, linemen fine, but our secondary is where the biggest trouble is. And I, it, normally I wouldn't be as scared, you know, going against the Cowboys cause it's not like they have a deep threat receiver. Obviously they have Amari Cooper, but I think going with, uh, I mean, the, their number one receiver is still Ezekiel Elliott. That, that, that guy's unstoppable. That that one hurdle he did over, I don't even know what player he hurdled over for the Eagles. That was disgusting. But he smoked you guys on the ground. It wasn't just in the air. He can do both. That's I, that's the biggest thing that sucks about him. I know. I, I understand that. But I'm saying that like you don't seem to be too concerned about your your pass rush and yeah. No, just because it's I only because he's on a different level of pass rushers. I don't think there's a lot of running backs out there that can do what he does. Saquon Barkley is very close. Other than that, there's no one else that can do that. Maybe like some Todd Gurley or something like that. You know, to be like I think there's a guy in L.A. who <laughs> might be a little better than Elliott this season. I'm not worried about him. Okay, so what does the outcome say about both teams going forward? We can start with your Eagles. How I, much I, trouble are your Eagles in? They're in a lot of trouble only because the Redskins are so fake. The Redskins are bullying that that East uh, NFC East division, and they shouldn't be. Um, again, you know, we touched on them briefly. You and I talking about them over the weekend, and I mean, they they barely did anything against Tampa Bay. I know they got Fitzmagic down there, but they barely did anything against. But this is also the same team that was that blew out the Vikings. I think they they beat right. Something like that. Earlier in the season. Like, the Redskins are so hot and cold. You know, even if they get into the playoffs, they'll be out the first round. They're not going deep at all. No, they and the Houston Texans are the two fraudulent, the the biggest frauds going into the playoffs if they make it there. Both yeah. teams make it there. I So, here's the thing. I think that the Cowboys... God, that you know, I said it on my podcast last week. I get what it feels like to be a Cowboys fan now. Now that I'm rooting for them this year, just to be you feel right. that pain, dude. It is obnoxious, man. They just need to pick a freaking lane. Either you're gonna suck or you're gonna be good. You and look like Skip Bayless when he on his Instagram post <laughs> where he throws away his his jersey and like, hat the first week. Next this week he's pulling it out of the garbage. I was confident as hell that they were gonna blow him out. I thought the Eagles were gonna blow the Cowboys. I out. know. So I. Know. I you know I was right man? there like, with you. So here's the deal. I I think that the Cowboys, the Cowboys are playing with with house money. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, on the other hand, have a lot to lose because every team's going to give them their best. They're Super Bowl champs. Yeah. The problem that I have with your team 
is that you have people like Carson Wentz giving a press conference, being trying to act like they're the underdog again. Yep. Oh, well, we're just going to have to go out there and prove people wrong. Well, you're not proving anybody wrong. Not with that game, no. No, but he was saying in general about how well everyone's going to count us out now, and now we just have to go out there and prove everybody wrong. Well, the problem, though, is that you guys were sniffing yourself something strong coming into the season. Yeah. And this is at Wentz. This is the team in general. This Absolutely. is also the fan base. Yeah. Is y'all thought, you know, no one can touch us. Mm-hmm. That's not the case right now. So I, I really think that the locker room mindset needs to be shifted. And I also think that we may have overrated Doug Peterson. Possibly. And by we, I mean Matt and I. I mean, I, I can kind of see that only because really, even again, the play calling hasn't been strong in these, this, or well past the, we're past the first half of the season now at this point. And like I said, I said this to you, I think before, I believe I said on a podcast before, I don't remember now, where... You know, last year, Doug Peterson was doing the bulk. We talked about it at one point where I said Doug Peterson was doing the bulk of the play calling. Yeah, he lost his quarterback coach and his offensive coordinator during the offseason. They both went to go coach somewhere else. But and even though they weren't the ones calling the play again, it's just like this podcast, for instance. You know, if you and Matt decide to leave and it's just me running the huddle, it's not going to be the same huddle if I bring two other guys in than it is when it's you, me, and Matt. Right, but I, I really think that this is kind of this is kind of showing a chink in in Peterson's armor though. Because other head coaches have been able to lose coordinators and mm-hmm. still look good. Belichick, yep. Andy Reid, to mm-hmm. name two off the top of my head. The fact that Peterson is looking this pedestrian after losing his offensive coordinator and his quarterback's coach tells me that maybe he wasn't the only one calling those plays last year. I'm not saying that he didn't have the final decision, but he certainly wasn't the only person developing those offensive schemes. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's what I mean. So then I think that that says that that's actually says a lot about the lack of Peterson as maybe a head coach. I mean, I'm not I'm not trashing him. The dude's a Super Bowl champion, but there's a lot that he's really not showing. He's not, he's nowhere close yep. to what he was last year. And I gave him, and, and I, at least, I mean, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I gave him a, a break early in the season because Wentz wasn't back. Yeah. And even when Wentz came back, I was like, eh, give him, give him a couple weeks, let Wentz get. Well, I mean, it's almost like he's, you know, because again, the biggest thing that's happening with it's, it's, it's so different being an Eagles fan now because back in the Andy Reid era, you would just pull your hair out of your head being like, Andy, why do you keep doing this to me? Why are you doing this? Whereas now, Peterson is kind of making me feel the same way, but at the same time, he's also, I mean, the team is a revolving door for injury. Every single week, one to two players are getting injured, and it's not even just like, you know, regular players. They're like star key players, you know, that's like, okay, we really need to hone down our secondary. Ronald Darby goes out. You know, okay, we're going against the Cowboys and we're going to get Sproles back. He goes out. And it's like, when are we going to catch a break with all these injuries? Right. So, and it's one of those things too where it's like there has to be some sort of, whoever their conditioning coaches are or whoever's in charge of getting these guys prepped for these week-to-week games, and they really need to do something else because it's not working and it's not looking good right now. This is a team where I actually feel for the first time, I won't be surprised if we miss the playoffs. And so, with that thought, mm-hmm. and we'll wrap it up here. Yep. Do they make the playoffs? I don't know. I really don't. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say them and the Cowboys will both not make the playoffs. I think it's solely gonna be the Redskins. I think the Redskins are gonna get lucky. They're gonna get in. They're gonna lose first round. Only because I think there are other teams out there in the other divisions that are better than they are that will capitalize for the uh wild card spots fair enough let's move on so the other big game this weekend was the well actually it wasn't really a big game but it ended up being a big game where the uh the patriots and the titans patriots got absolutely blasted in tennessee by the titans how are you feeling about both teams after this game with this one 
I think that now this this one this one does help your cause because you did say a couple weeks ago that yeah. the Dolphins were going to make the playoffs and yep. beat the Patriots in the AFC East, mm-hmm. which I still feel. Um, I mean the the, the Titans are good. I, I don't believe that the Titans are not a bad team. Well, they have the number one scoring defense in the league. I mean, right? This is this is a tough one, okay? Because even though in my heart, like I said, preseason, I even said. Patriots are not going to be that great. Patriots will miss the playoffs. Patriots will, or you will start seeing the downward slope for the Patriots. Looking at this game, it's still hard for me because they are the Patriots. They usually do find a way. I honestly think this game more than anything was a, oops, our bad, going to the referees now. Sorry about that horrible play calling we did last week. We're going to make up for it this week, though. Well, they have a bye week this week, so I don't have to worry about that. Well, I'm talking about this week that they, we just had oh, with Tennessee. Got you, got you. Because the New England-Green Bay game was a joke. <laughs> that was very one-sided. It wasn't even funny. I think this was the officials making up for that game, and they were just trying to give Tennessee the win. Look, the Patriots got absolutely bulldozed the entire game. from From the opening kickoff... Till the end of the game, or until Brian Hoyer walked, put on a helmet at the end of the fourth quarter. The Patriots were never in that game. Not one bit. Tennessee just manhandled them. They went out there. They had a game plan. They were rushing Brady. Brady never looked comfortable. Mm -hmm. I've never seen him throw so many incompletions ever. I think he had 20 incompletions in that game. He was, I mean, they definitely had the lowest, um, I want to say this was their lowest uh, time of possession yeah, no, uh, and, all year. It, and the thing about it, too, though. He did. He did was, have uh, 20 uh, no completions. He was 21 for 41. Okay. So, but there was, so at no point in the game were the Patriots in control. However, it took until midway through the fourth quarter for me to actually believe that Tennessee was going to pull the game out. Because the entire time I'm sitting there going... Okay, well, Tennessee didn't really do much on this drive, so the Patriots yeah. are going to come, you know, run down the field. Typical stuff, and they didn't do it. It was three and out, punt, one first down, punt, three and out, punt. Well, what I like it, about this, what I liked about this game too, is also um, the Tennessee's head coach, Vrabel. Mike. Yeah, you know, he's a defensive guy. You know, so you have, you know, he was a defensive lineman coach, I believe. I think. I don't know well, if he, he was, played for Belichick. Yeah, at one point he played for Belichick in the Patriots. Yeah, um, won three 08, Super Bowls. 2001 to 08, I think, something like that. So that was kind of cool to see this, like, homecoming of sorts, you know, especially two defensive-minded coaches just kind of battling it out right here. He's the second former Belichick protege, so to speak. I mean, uh, Patricia wasn't a player for Belichick, but yep. he's the second guy to come from the Patriots to blast, to hold the Patriots to only 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, – I mean, again, it was it was definitely a good, strong game. Uh, not the Patriots' best, like you said. Yeah, I know that helps my argument a lot, but I think I think going in, the Titans are just a better organization than, and I think with them having the home field, you think the Titans are a better organization than New England? Yeah, as far as the um, overall team goes, yeah, I think they're better. So you think they have the better personnel? Is what you're saying, not the organization? Yeah, I guess personnel more so. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I still think I'm not selling the Patriots stock. And I know a lot of people are playing that whole, oh, my God, they lost. The world's crashing down. They're 7-3. and three. Their next three games are the Jets, Buffalo, mm-hmm. and the I think it's the Vikings. I think so, Could yeah. be wrong, but I think it's Minnesota. They're going to absolutely manhandle the Jets, especially if Sam Darnold's still out. Buffalo... Buffalo may give them a bit of a it's, of a fit on defense. Jets, Vikings, Dolphins. Oh, they don't play Buffalo. They don't play Buffalo till the last week. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Steelers are in there too, though. Don't talk to me. I say this to you guys all the time. Don't talk to me about Pittsburgh until Pittsburgh actually beats Tom Brady. I mean, this is the time for them to do it. This is going to be it, right? I'm not saying this is. You the want time to talk about a hot it. team? Okay, so then I was wrong. 
But still, they're going to absolutely... The, the best thing for the Patriots is to come off the bye week and get to face the freaking Jets. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's true. I mean, that's a guaranteed win right there. So That just gives Sam Darnold more time to come back, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to keep Sam Darnold off the field for the rest of the season just because it's a complete loss at this yeah, point. That would be too bad of an idea, but... That's a conversation for another day. I don't want to get on true. that. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I'm not selling the Patriots. I, I still believe the Patriots are the team to beat in the AFC. And until somebody beats them in the postseason, mm-hmm. I don't see how anybody can pick against them to make it to the Super Bowl. I don't care what they look like right now. They do this every year. Every year they have, they look a little wishy-washy in September. They started rolling in October. November and December is really when they put it in into that next gear. And they may lose a game here or there. But at the end of the day, they're either going to be 12 and 4, or 11 and 5. They'll be the two seed in the AFC. So they'll have they'll have home field up until they have to play Kansas City. What about the Titans? Are they making the playoffs? Ah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> shifting gear now. We'll see. That's the Okay. I am rooting for Tennessee to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't I'm also selfishly next week, I mean, or this coming week in week 11, they play the Colts. Yeah. And I would love to see the Colts upset the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if, given the, the, the fist that they just gave Brady, I can only imagine what that defensive line is going to do to a shitty Indianapolis Colts offense. I don't think the, the shitty, I think the Colts offensive line is actually better. I think they've been it's actually improving. Better. This was probably the best offensive line game. The, the game that offensive line has ever performed for Andrew Luck. That's why I text against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, again, I know it's Jacksonville, but still, that's still a divisional game. You never know what divisional games go. No, they go I, either way. And with the the uh, Titans going up against the Colts, Texans, Jets, Jaguars, Giants. That's kind of a powder puff schedule if you really think about it. It is and it's not because, again, the Colts will be a tough game. Houston is really what's going to determine whether or not Tennessee makes the playoffs. If Tennessee can beat the Colts and then turn around and beat Houston the following week, mm-hmm. then we've got ourselves a ball game in the AFC South. Especially if their last game is their uh, t- Titans' last game is against the Colts. Because too, I, believe so. the, I believe the Texans are two games up right now. So Tennessee needs to definitely gain some ground. Texans are six and three. Titans are five and four. Oh, so they're only a game up. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tennessee's two and zero oh in the division. Texans two, uh, two and one. You know what? So I'll again, take, the Titans are Titans are starting question. to get hot. I'll take Tennessee. I'll okay. take Tennessee to overcome Houston and make the make the playoffs. I believe I had Tennessee in my preseason pick too, but I don't remember. That'd be something. I think. I don't no, think you wait, did because no, you I probably had, you had, had Jaguars. Houston. I had. You Houston. probably had the Jaguars. No, I had the ja- I had Houston and Jacksonville. Interesting. Because I think I had Houston winning the division, and I had Jacksonville falling back to earth a little bit. Oh, they fell back to I'd they fell to, back to earth a lot. Well, they did. I'm saying I think I had Jacksonville as the other uh, uh, wild card team, but I, I don't remember anymore at this point. That's mm-hmm. no here nor there. Um, do you have anything else on those two games? Nah. Okay, so you still you're still buying into New England. You're not you're not throwing throwing them out. Am I buying into New England? What I'm saying is, you still think New England will make the playoffs. Yes and no. I don't believe they will. I won't be surprised if they do because they're lying, cheating scumbags, and they always find a way to do it. Oh, my goodness. See, that used to be me. I'm so happy I've, I've seen the light. <laughs> You've grown up. I have grown up. Well, I'll stay a child for you. Um, call me Peter Pan. All right, so the the other game I wanted to talk about and it wasn't necessarily a big game, but it, I felt like it was going to be a game that was going to tell us a lot about both teams, and that yeah, was the yeah. Steelers and Panthers. Mm-hmm. So, are the Steelers really that good, or are the Panthers frauds? I think with this game, I think the Pan- uh, oh, Steelers really that good, yes. Are the Panthers frauds? No. I think the Panthers just had a bad game, much like the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are frauds. They have a lot of problems on... They're on certain sides of the ball that they need to fix more so with players. You know, you can't really fix that. Panthers, I feel like, got Brock down to earth a little bit. They did not, they absolutely need to tighten up blocking on the O line because I, how many times did Cam Newton get sacked that game? A lot. A lot. Cam but Newton. Cam also. Cam absolutely needs to be more aware. He absolutely needs to do a better job 
at being aware because Cam is typically a scramble around quarterback, you know, and he didn't really do that. You know, whether he was believing in his tight end that was supposed to block and the dude ended up just taking a knee and letting his quarterback get rocked down to to the ground, whatever. But Pittsburgh brought on a different kind of pressure that I don't think that they were expecting. And I think that that really jostled up Carolina's momentum like crazy. It doesn't help that the Steelers are just a hot team. I mean, you can see that they are dominating both the run game. Big Ben is still making the big play bombs to... Schuster, Smith-Schuster, and to AB, you know, those things are still happening. So I think, again, I think that the Steelers are that good. I do not believe the Panthers are frauds, though. Okay. So when you say that, that Pittsburgh is that good, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that good? Do you, so you think they're what, in the same category as the Chiefs? Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. So, I, I won't so, be surprised if the, the Steelers go far into the playoffs. So do you think the Steelers will go farther than the Patriots in the playoffs? I do. Even if they have to face the Patriots in the playoffs? What, round one? Well, it wouldn't be round one. Why wouldn't it be round one? Well, because presumably either the Patriots or the Steelers would get the number two seed. Mm. Unless, because it can't, be San, it can't be Los Angeles. The Chargers can't be a number two seed. You're right. Could be the Titans, though. Titans are not. Titans are not. <laughs> I just, just wanted to get you going a little bit. No, I know it wouldn't be a round one. Um, but no, I mean, I could. I think that'd be a hell of a game too. Um, so we could watch Tom Brady trounce the Steelers again in the postseason. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. No, sir, Bob. All right. So you. So you, anyway, you you do believe that the Steelers are in the same category as as the Kansas City Chiefs right now? Yeah. Okay. And the Panthers, I think the Panthers, again, I think they're a playoff team. Absolutely. You think they can go far? I think they can go. Yeah, I really do. Who would do. they beat in the postseason? You think they can beat the Saints or the Rams? Well, they wouldn't go against the Saints or Rams. They'd go against like they the— They would in round two. You said that you think they That's can go true. far. So how far is far? You think they'll win one, one round? Yeah, I think they can win one, maybe two. So obviously if they get the Redskins, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Even if they, even if, well, I mean, yeah, presumably. Okay. So then the But other, even if they went against the, what, the Bears or something like that, I think they could beat the Bears. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I like, I would like the Bears over the Panthers. No, I could, I could see them beating the Bears. Then, and it also depends. Can I see them beating the Rams? Get out of here. Not with that offensive line. That If that offensive line shows up again, no. Because Sue, Flowers, Who's the other guy? Darnold. Darnold. Oh, against Cam Newton, he's going to have no shot. Unless the referees decide to be flag happy and actually throw him a passer, roughing the passer call. Well, nobody likes Cam Newton. He's an That's true. You notice how like, referees, by the way, side note, have been lighting off, uh, you know, lessening the flags thrown. What? On, roughing, uh, the passer? roughing the passer? Yeah. It, I think that's a little interesting. They were, except, well, actually, yeah, they actually have been. I, I was trying I think to think they had a meeting. game that I watched. I think they had. A, I think they had a meeting with all the officials and been like, "Yo, stop throwing the flags. You're pissing off all the fans. No one's watching the TV now." Yeah, I can see that. Just a little side note for you. All right, so Food we're going thought. to uh, we're going to move off from the from the game recap, and uh, so we discussed this off pod. We we're going to give the list of our top ten quarterbacks. However, we are excluding the obvious three from the conversation. So that's no Tom Brady, no Aaron Rodgers, and no Drew Brees. So who are your top 10 quarterbacks? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm always ready whenever we do lists. Pat Mahomes. Okay. Are you going in order? Yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That was my number one. Yeah. Obviously, you can, you can, he, he you can, can't be 10. So. You can go one through 10. Pat Mahomes, Jared Goff, Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers, Big Ben, Mitch Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, and I didn't pick a tenth one. You could pick one for me because at that point, that's like quarterback thirteen, four. That, well, that's quarterback like fourteen. I just don't care about you, whoever you are. Well, let's see. You you forgot about how about Mariota? Mariota could be last. You didn't say Russell Wilson in that list. Nah, I don't like Russell Wilson. You didn't say Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's garbage. Really? 
Can you pull up Matt Ryan's stats for me real quick? Yeah, no problem. All right, I know I appreciate that. I'll pull up the stats. You start listing yours because I know you have Matt Ryan in there, obviously. Uh, yeah, he's number three. Jesus Christ. No, go ahead. I mean, I, I really love you to, to give me Matt Ryan's stats out loud. Okay. It's taking you that long to find it? No, I got it right here. Okay. What? They're actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, 3,000 yards. better than half of the people you have on your list. Maybe. 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. Hmm. Can you give me your top three again? Yeah, hold on. I got to pull it back up now. Uh, Pat Mahomes, Jared Goff, Andrew Luck. So he probably beat Andrew Luck. No, he doesn't. Because I have Andrew Luck as number one. Why do you have Andrew Luck as number one? Because Andrew Luck is a top five quarterback in this league. Would you Patrick like to pull Mahomes. up Andrew Luck stats? Yes, please, actually. You want me to pull him up right now? I'll do it I just for said, you. Yeah, please. Yeah, okay. As long as you keep talking, I'm fine. I think I, I actually might have it in here somewhere. No, that's fine. I got it right here. I don't. You know why? Because I'm a sane person, and I know that Patrick Mahomes... Oh, no, I do. It's right here. Andrew Luck is thrown for 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 2,472 yards with no talent around him. Stop it. He has no offense. Okay, give me... Where would you put T.Y. Hilton on your... T- on, on a normal team with a number one wide receiver, where would T.Y. Hilton be? <laughs> Listen. T.Y. Hilton at best... At best, is a two, probably a three wide receiver. Okay, that's his. That's his number one wide receiver. He has a decent running back mm-hmm. who is proving to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if he can maintain that next year, then and only then will I agree that he actually has some weapons. So you have to have weapons in order to be. No, you're saying you can't have weapons. It's better if you don't have weapons. No, I'm just saying that but Andrew still Luck produce is the numbers. overcoming all odds. Yeah, he will win Comeback Player of the Year. Right, and he's also, in my opinion, in a... a but he's not number one. Aside from Brady Rodgers That's in Kansas Brees, City, Patrick Mahomes. No. Homeboy is going to beat 50 right, let touchdowns. let me give you my 10, and then I will explain... Your nonsense. Okay, go. All right, one is Andrew Luck. Yep. Two is Russell Wilson. Number three is Matt Ryan. Number four is Phillip Rivers. Five is Matt Stafford, who you also left off your list. They did. Six is Carson Wentz. And the only reason why Wentz is this low is because he hasn't played enough this season. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, in my opinion, Wentz would probably be three okay. behind Luck and, and Wilson. Kirk Cousins at seven, who you also left off your list. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff is eight. Big Ben is nine. And Cam Newton is number 10. I can't believe you have Jared Goff all the way at eight. Because Jared Goff... Okay, put Andrew Luck in the Los Angeles Rams offense. Mm-hmm. How good are the Rams? Good. They're better than what they are with Jared Goff. I don't know. Put Okay, let's switch teams. Put Jared Goff in the Colts. How many games do you think the, the Colts would be winning right now? Because it wouldn't be as many as they've won so far this season with, with Luck. I don't agree with that. Okay, how about the game this weekend? Put Jared Goff in Seattle with that crappy offense. Do you think that he would put up the same type of numbers as Russell Wilson? Or in Atlanta. Put him in Atlanta. Listen, Jared Goff has thrown over 3,000 yards every single year. Hasn't been every single year. You except mean the last for his, two years? Well, except for his opening year, yeah. Because so he, only played... he got a really good coach who has completely created a whole offense around him. No. No? How did he, how Who did they bring in last year for him? How did he do without Sean McVay? Not great. Oh, okay. So again, like I said, until they got a coach. That I'm understands not saying, I'm not saying that Jared Goff isn't a top 10 quarterback. I understand that. Because he would be number 10 on my list. No, I lied. He would be 11. You are so insane. Uh, Matt, where are you, man? I wish Matt was here to listen to this. He probably crashed his car listening to this podcast because you did not. Where do you have Pat Mahomes on there? He's not in my top You are an absolute ass. Let me tell you why. I don't want to know why. I know why because you're bitter and you're like, he's not going to hit barely 40 touchdowns. No, no, no. No, that's not why. Real quick, let me ask you this. This is a side question, though. Do you still think that he won't hit 40 touchdowns or over 40? Because yeah. he's at 31 right now. Yeah, I know. And how many did he throw last week against the putrid Arizona Cardinals? Two. Huh. How many games are left? Woo! How what many a games? Game are, buster that real is. quick, how many games are left? Woo! God, man, that gave me chills. Two touchdowns against one of the worst teams in the league. How many games are left? 
How many games? I, I have no six? idea. How many games did you have? Like six? Five? I don't know. I think it's six. That's why I kept asking you because I really <laughs> don't know. I have no idea. Let's go with six. I That's think fine. it's six. All right. So two touchdowns per game. What's two times six? That's 12. Right. So I put him at 42. Right. 43, is that, is actually. Is that anywhere near 50? I asked you over 40. I already know he's going to go over I 40. already know he's going to hit over 50. Or 50 or higher. I already know that. That's why really? we have our so side back going gonna on. he's going to average four touchdowns the rest of the way? Yep. <laughs> no, he's not. He's got to play the Rams. Okay. He's not going to get four touchdowns against the Rams. Okay. Anyway, to get back to my reasoning as to why Pat Mahomes is not on my top 10. Go for it. Because he hasn't even finished out his first season. He has not finished out this year yet. Okay. Just That's the same reason why Carson Wentz wasn't in my top 10 his rookie year. Or why Andrew Luck wasn't in my top 10 his rookie year. Regardless of how absurdly good he was. You need to show it to me more than one year. There is no defense. No defense has had an entire offseason to prepare for him. This is essentially his rookie campaign. I don't understand how you can make him a top 10 quarterback. I'm going top 10 overall. I'm saying if I was drafting my team, I'm not going this year. I'm going if I'm drafting my team, who am I taking? Mm -hmm. Why would I take Patrick Mahomes if I've only seen what? How many games has he played? 10? Yeah, but then you can't really like... So then you're not going off of anybody that's this is their first year. You can only go on like essentially veterans, like people that have been showing you, you need 16 show or me. more games. He needs to, okay, you have Deshaun Watson in. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson is yet to finish out a full season. But he still produces numbers though. You, and a lower, uh, you lower interception there, rate. You sat there with Matt saying that Matt was out of his mind that with the way that he was comparing or with where he was ranking Deshaun Watson. And now you have Deshaun Watson as a top-down quarterback? Well, yeah, because you have me take out... If I, if I have Breeze, Brady... So Deshaun Watson is better than Matt Stafford and Matt Ryan? Are you fucking kidding me? Right now, yes. Can I ask you something to tell you? So Russell whoa, Wilson... Whoa, 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 whoa. You said right now? Yes. Give me Deshaun Watson's numbers right now compared to Matt Ryan. Real quick. Russell Wilson threw for three touchdowns against your beloved L.A. Rams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because Russell Wilson's a better quarterback in my mind than Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes will have an over or under three. Deshaun Watson has thrown for 17 touchdowns and seven interceptions. What uh, was that about his two, low interception 2,389 yards. What was what that about his low? How many interceptions has, has Matt Ryan thrown again? Uh, look at Matt That's Ryan's That's right. Numbers. Three. But yeah, go ahead. You keep telling me that Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan... Matt Ryan is garbage. Yeah, He's you've been saying that all season long. He is. Okay, well, I still have Deshaun Watson stats here, so you go ahead and you bring up Matt Ryan's one more time for me. 3,015, 21-3. 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. Interesting, because uh, your your beloved Deshaun Watson has thrown for 2,389 yards. So he's thrown for 700 less yards. Mm-hmm. How many touchdowns does Matt Ryan have? 21. Oh, okay. So four less touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he's thrown for four more interceptions. But he's better than Matt Ryan. Well, according... That's what you're telling me. This is the thing. Yeah, go ahead. You explain to me your thing. Because well, you're telling me that I'm out of my mind because I don't have Patrick Mahomes in my top 10. But you're not out of your mind. Did you, you answer me by the way? Is he is Patrick Mahomes throwing three or more, or is he throwing under against LA? What's the over under is three? Yeah, I'll give him three. That's it. I'll give him three against the LA Rams. Yeah, I'll give him three. He right. just threw two against the Arizona Cardinals. Explain that to me. I don't know why you're yelling at me about this. But no, explain it to me. You're telling me that I'm crazy for thinking that. All right. So I'm looking at a six and three leading six and three. What are you talking about? Um, the uh, the Texans six and three leading their division Texans against yep. a four and five third place NFC South Falcons that won't even go near the playoffs this year. Quick question: So who's give the better the, quarterback? Give me now. the now. Not Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is going to miss the playoffs. Do, do you watch football? 
Sometimes. Oh, okay, great. I like Good. watching the highlights. So this way, when you, I don't, when I argue with you, I sound even more ignorant and make you mad. Why don't you let me know which team has the better defense? Houston Texans. Oh, okay. So, who has the better overall offensive weapons? Houston Texans. That's why he's a better quarterback. Because he has because he has the better weapons. Because he has the better team. Yeah, that makes him a better quarterback. Yep. Okay. Do you want to also know why Pat Mahomes isn't in my top ten? Because he has an absurd amount of weapons on his team. You're ridiculous. An absurd amount of weapons. And again, this is his first year in the league. All right. So then, if you take Tom Brady. Okay. And you put him on. You're telling me that Tom Brady. Can't, Are you kidding me right now? If Tom what? Brady had Patrick Mahomes' weapons, mm-hmm. Tom Brady would be pushing 50 touchdown passes right now. <laughs> you are so funny. Tom Brady would probably have close to 37, 38 touchdown passes. He would completely blow what he did with Randy Moss out of the water if he had. An abundance of weapons like that. You're so adorable when you dream, you know that? It's not dreaming. It's called watching the damn games, man. I watched the games. I watched these quarterbacks. If Aaron Rodgers had those weapons, how many touchdowns do you think Aaron Rodgers would have if he had Kansas City's offense? He wouldn't even have them. They'd keep trading him away. They'd trade away all the weapons anyway. If he was in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't trade him away because he would actually be with a real franchise that actually cares about him. That's a good point. How many touchdown passes would he have at the end of the season? Aaron Rodgers would have a lot. He'd have like 60. He'd have a lot. I'd give Aaron Rodgers. Tom I don't Brady think, would also have close to I 60. I don't believe in Tom Brady. I think if you take Tom Brady, you don't have Tom Brady and Belichick, you have nothing. That's silly. It's a two-piece combo. Just like if you, okay, fine. if someone takes out the, the filling out of an Oreo and they give you two little chocolate wafers... That ain't an Oreo, and Fine, that ain't we, even a we cookie. We keep Bill Belichick in the situation, but you give you give Tom Brady Kansas City's weapons on offense. You're going to tell me he's not going to get close to 60 touchdown passes? He would average for a game. Look, don't get me wrong. I think Patrick Mahomes, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again so this way everybody can hear me. I'm just trying to get Patrick you to say Mahomes it every podcast anyway. has the potential to be as good as Aaron Rodgers has the potential. I think he is as good as Aaron Rodgers. You are on freaking crack. I think this he, is his first season. I think Patrick Mahomes is the new Aaron Rodgers. He's just not, like Carson Wentz. No, 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 no. Aaron, no. Patrick Mahomes may be the new Brett Favre. No, He's not that's the Baker. new Aaron Rodgers. No, he plays like Brett Favre. If you watch Brett Favre and you watch Patrick Mahomes, they play exactly the same type of football. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes throws passes he should not throw sometimes into tight windows that he probably shouldn't throw into. Brett Favre did the exact same thing. The difference, though, is that Patrick Mahomes also has people on his team that catch the ball, and then two seconds later, they're in the freaking end zone Yeah, because they're as fast as lightning. He's not better than Aaron Rodgers. That's blasphemous. <laughs> and it's absurd. Do you seriously believe that? I do. You're just trying to piss me no, off. No, no, no. I, sw- I, I told you before, I don't say things just to piss you off. I say things on this podcast and on my own podcast when I rarely do them that I honestly believe in. You believe in. he's as good as Aaron Rodgers? As good or better. Yes. You're out of your mind. What what makes you? I think believe- Patrick Mahomes. If you gave Patrick Mahomes, if you switched Mahomes and Rodgers, it would be the same thing. You would see actually. I think you would see better numbers in Green Bay than what Aaron Rodgers is producing. You're on crack. That's just what I feel. Oh my goodness! You say I'm on scra- crack. You're the one scratching your neck. I'm scratching my neck because I'm trying to find a way. <laughs> I'm looking for something to throw at you. <laughs> Good thing you don't see and a I giant nothing. glass candle behind you. I have nothing. <sighs> All right, so yeah, this totally completely went off the rails once I said that I didn't have Pat Mahomes in my top ten. But I still don't understand how you don't have Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, or Kirk Cousins in your top ten, but you have Deshaun Watson. 
and other absurd people. You know, because I like winners, Christopher. Team you, winners, you, like, you know. You like winners? Winners. Why is, why is Carson Wentz in there? He's a winner. He's under 500, though. Statistic-wise, he's a winner. Guess what? He has the same record as Matt Ryan. Isn't that interesting? Possibly. That that's that's funny. That's that's funny how that works out. I'm allowed to be a homer if I want to. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't come on this podcast to get badgered for my home team wins that I like or losses. Are we good? We ready to go to questions? Yeah, I guess so. Do you have any, do you have anything else to add about your your top ten or my top ten list that you didn't like? My top ten is better. Why is that? It's more authentic. How is it more authentic? And I think Matt would agree with me. You missed like four quarters. Matt would crush you for not having Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan in your top That's 10. That's because he's in love with both of them. No. Because he thinks, be- he tells people he's Matty Ice. No, he does not. Yes, he does. I heard him say it. <laughs> I'm actually shocked you didn't put Fitzmagic in your top 10. I'm I did. I wanted, I, was, I wanted to put Fitzmagic, but I honestly him. couldn't. You know why? Because I don't want to jinx him this coming up week. Matt already jinxed him for me this past week. I'm leaving Fitzmagic alone for a little bit. Question number one, who is the most obnoxious fan base in the NFL? The most obnoxious fan base. That's a good one. Um, I honestly want to say it's New England fans. I want to say that because they're so... We've mentioned this before. like They're so used to winning... When they lose, they freak out like, oh, my God, what do I do? Do I go to work? They go. They don't even go to Dunkin' Donuts the next morning because they're so depressed. And they just think of the New England. When you see Dunkin' Donuts, you think of New England Patriots. So they're just like, I don't want to even go. I need to process this. They listen to Tom Brady on the radio W-E-I. the next day and uh, hope that he says, like, it's okay, guys. I got this. Don't worry. We're going to be okay. We're going to go back. I'm going to get you another ring. And they go, okay, and then they go back to Duncan, and then they're all happy-go-lucky again. This question isn't even close. It's Philadelphia fans. You are You guys are the worst. No, we're just brutal. No, you are the worst, and here's why. You guys talked so much shit. But who's talking now? We're not talking. You guys are still talking. No, we're not. Who's talking? Do you go on social media? Sometimes. You, okay, then you really don't pay attention to Philly fans. Okay. They're up there crushing, making fun of the Cowboys after you just got spanked on your own field by them. I don't know if we got spanked. You got spanked. It was a very good match. You got punked on your field at home. Yep. How many, by the way, how many home wins do you guys have this year? You're funny. I was just wondering. Oh, you know. Is it? Is it? Is it a giant zero? A big old goose egg for those wonderful Philly fans. You know, Christopher. You guys have been obnoxious since you won the Super Bowl. You made me not root for you guys. <laughs> I know. It's so much that so bad. that you started rooting for Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> it's been that bad. Uh, Go ahead. It has been bad. It's it's been bad. I I've tried. New England to, is a close second, by the way. New England is is pretty bad, but again. I can understand the optimism from Eagles fans. Obviously, I felt the same way going into the season, and it's just one thing after another. And I'm just like, yep. Now I remember why. This is how it feels to really be an Eagles fan. Last year, last year was a dream. Super Bowl win was a dream. I woke up. Dream over. Back home in Philadelphia. Uh, what do you got? I'm gonna ask you this one first. Okay. You, because you've been watching college football. Yes, I have. You know, you you talked about even talked about it much on the podcast recently. So I figured I'd bring this little question in for you. In your opinion, does anyone stick out to you to be a potential number one draft pick for the New York Giants? The reason why I ask is because right now Giants are projected to have the number three pick, following Raiders and Niners, and both teams are presumably not drafting a quarterback. So the number three pick would slash should be a quarterback. Anyone stick out to you? Okay, so to be honest with you, I have no idea who the hell is coming out this year. I have not paid that close attention to it. The only quarterback that I think about is Tua from Alabama. Okay. But he doesn't – he can't come out until next year. What about – we were talking about that one cap, um, Kyler. Oh, yeah. Um, from Oklahoma. Oh, so, uh, uh, is it Oklahoma? Is yeah, Oklahoma, you're right. It's Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah. quarterback. I don't who was know. OSU's it's, quarterback then? It, uh, I don't remember. I don't anyway. know who the quarterback is offhand. It, Oklahoma's quarterback, the problem is that you still don't know if he's going to go play baseball or not. True. I think 
he has the potential to be a Baker Mayfield type of quarterback in the NFL, or a, even a Drew Brees, possibly. I mean, mm-hmm. he's 5'9", I think, at best. He might be 5'8". Uh, so he is absurdly small in comparison to, I mean, because I think Baker's six foot. 5'11". Drew Brees is 5'10 or 5'11 himself, and Russell Wilson's in that in that. Kyler Murray, part. I mean, is 5'11". Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. So then, all right. Well, then, yeah. I mean, I, I think he could be a decent enough quarterback. I just don't know if he's coming out. Yeah. Um, but there's there are a couple quarterbacks I've heard. Um, I've listened to analysts talk about a few quarterbacks. But this isn't a, he- a quarterback-heavy heavy draft, though. Yeah. I don't even think the Giants would be smart to take a quarterback in this draft. Really? No. I mean, if if there aren't great quarterbacks, why are you going to waste a draft pick on them? So then what do you do? You just still sit out with Eli? No, I mean, I'd get rid of Eli. But there's going to be plenty of quarterbacks on the open market this season. I've said it before. Go get Brissett from, from Indy. Mm-hmm. Probably Case Keenum's going to be available if you need somebody. Ryan Fitzpatrick will be hanging around with nothing better to do. You don't think he'll get signed back to uh, to Tampa? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. The problem with who Ryan knows Fitzpatrick, what Tampa's doing anymore. The problem with Ryan Fitzpatrick is Ryan Fitzpatrick is good for like a quarter, and then he sucks for three quarters. Yeah, and then you, he'll be good for a game, and then he's gonna suck for the next five. Yeah, so, hot and cold. But yeah, as far as as far as the Giants go, I really I, obviously yes, the Giants need a quarterback. I just don't know if this is the draft for a quarterback. So they may have to. I mean, I. It's it's not like the NBA where you can say, well, you know, you guys are just going to have to suck for three years and then you'll finally get that superstar player to turn your team around. Well, no, especially because the fact that you have someone like Saquon Barkley and OBJ, I mean, these guys are going to only stick around for so long before you start losing, A, their talent, and B, they just right. start sitting out and be like, no, fuck this, I'm... You well, know, I, I mean, OBJ get... is fine. OBJ is going to stay with them for whatever it was, five True. years. Yeah. Uh, Saquon is, unfortunately, you're going to be wasting his talent. Because... I feel like if you go out and you pick someone out, um, you know, whether it's from North Carolina, Michigan, any of those kind of type of quarterbacks, and you bring them into the organization of the New York Giants, you still have Eli. You know, you have Eli out for, you know, the first half of the year. I don't think you do a Josh Darnold situation where you draft a quarterback start your quarterback i think you kind of ease him into it or do a patrick mahomes things you know you draft him you have him play like the last two one game of the season and then you see what he's about next year you know kind of plan for that 2020 almost you know okay here is the guy i just looked it up real quick justin herbert that's who it was from oregon he's long blonde hair kid or something like that i think uh, i don't know he's six six and weighs 230 pounds jesus freaking monster um, there he's, he's got my weight, just not my height. He's the potential. Uh, <laughs> he's the potential uh, number one quarterback. And then there's Drew Locke out of Missouri. Uh, who are the other two? Oh, that's who it was. Will Greer out of West Virginia. And I don't trust West Virginia. Ever since uh, what was that idiot that came out of there? I don't remember. Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, but I don't think he's going to be anything. Dwayne Haskins, I think, is overrated. But yeah, so you've got Greer out of West Virginia, as I'm trying to pull these guys back up again. Drew Locke from Missouri. And, uh, crap, I lost it again. Justin Herbert from Oregon. So yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if, if, if New England, uh, excuse me, if New England, if the Giants were going to take anybody, I would take Herbert from Oregon. Okay. But I still don't, I, like I said, I don't think it's that heavy of a draft class. Um, but again, I, I guess beggars can't be choosers at this point. So the Giants may just have to suck it up and take them. I mean, realistically, what else are you supposed to do right now? You're not looking hot for the NFC East. You're not looking hot in the NFC at all. That's true. All right. Who's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL? Overrated quarterback in the NFL? Probably Phillip Rivers. I'm just kidding. I just, I just wanted to see your jaw drop. Oh, that was good. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, man. I almost went across this table. I know. I saw you get ready and everything. Claws coming out, Wolverine style. Um, overrated quarterback in the NFL. I feel like that's a tough one, man. That's the whole point of the question. Thank you. All right. 
gave me a damn college question. Completely caught me off guard. Thank you. I mean, I don't know. I'd probably have to say Cam Newton. I think it's just only because with Cam, especially after this last game, he plays better than that. I expect more out of Cam Newton. Well, I was ready for you to tell me Matt Ryan. Yeah. Given, given, given your hate. I don't hate Matt Ryan. I just think he's hot garbage. You think he's hot garbage? I don't think he's hot like garbage. That. His numbers aren't bad. They're all right. They're average numbers. For an old guy, he's not doing that bad. 21 touchdowns and three interceptions is average numbers to you? I said he's doing all right for an old guy. Okay. All right. Has he won a ring? He's won a ring, right? No. He went, remember poor they guy. Had the, the collapse? The collapse. That's the only, uh, that's the only time they, they made the Super Bowl. That's sad. What about you? What do you think is the most overrated quarterback? You know, I didn't even really think about that question. I just wanted to ask you. That's good. Um, so, okay. Um, I would say Alex Smith. Really? Yes, because I think Alex Smith is check down Charlie. And I think he's gotten way too much credit. Really, this answer's from Matt, because Matt loves Alex Smith and hates that I needle him about Alex Smith. But I think Alex Smith is pretty overrated. I would even say Big Ben. And I've said that for a long time. Is that if, if I had to pick between, you know, if I was really going to go with it, I would say Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Because to me, Roethlisberger has been a top 10 quarterback in the league for a long time. I'd say the last three or four years, he's kind of been more to like the the top 15 even people still rave about him. And I think they forget that his numbers haven't been that great, especially in the postseason. Yeah. He hasn't performed. Everyone's been holding on to the two Super Bowl championships that he won. However, people also forget that that first Super Bowl championship he played, I think he has the worst QBR in Super Bowl history or one of the worst QBRs, I should say in Super Bowl history when they beat the Seattle Seahawks. That was Matt Hasselbeck, Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And then sure, when they yep. played the Arizona Cardinals, he had that awesome touchdown pass to win the game to Santonio Holmes. I think it was Santonio Holmes in the end zone. And that was a phenomenal play. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do much besides that. So, yeah, he's a, two-time, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. But he hasn't done a whole hell of a lot since the 2009 Super Bowl that they lost to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Kind so, of like Eli. Do I think Eli's overrated? I said kind of like Eli, as far as not doing a whole lot. Well, Eli has. Well, I mean, R- Roethlisberger's done a hell of a lot more than Eli Manning has in the regular season. I, I, I think that's. I think it also doesn't matter if Big Ben has it, uh, offensive line or not because he's built like a lineman. Well, he's a tree. Yeah. So I mean, any any guy that's going to come up to him, it's like, good luck. But he's inconsistent. Like he True. just he just threw those five touchdown passes against Carolina. Yep. No interception. This season he was throwing like three or four picks a game. I mean, he threw one game with three interceptions, and he hasn't thrown a single game. It's been zero one 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 zero one zero zero. He's actually been doing pretty damn good on his. his How uh, many interceptions does he have so far this season? His uh, interception seven, because one game he threw three. And how many touchdowns? Twenty one. Uh huh. His rating is 100.9. Question, is he was he in your top 10? I think he was. And Matt Ryan wasn't? Yep. Okay, cool. Just want to just, just I like keeping track. Yeah, Big Ben was uh 1 2 3 4 5. And Matt Ryan didn't make the cut. No. Even though wasn't. he's got less interceptions and more touchdowns. Mhm. Okay, cool. Jess, I'm just I'm sorry, the same amount of touchdowns. He has the same amount of touchdowns but less interceptions. Cool. Big Ben's more accurate though. I don't think that's true at all. Probably not. I just wanted to say it. Ready for my last question? Please. You're going to love this one. Ready? Take a deep breath. So if the Bengals lose twice to the Browns and they go for a horrible record um, and by the end of the season, does Lewis finally get fired for doing nothing with that organization? It's actually a two-part question. And is Jackson going to get fired, be the first coach to be fired twice in a year from two separate teams? Um, so 
I'll answer the I'll answer them in order. Lewis will not get fired because the Bengals don't fire him. It's absurd. So Lewis, I I I almost feel like Lewis must have like something on the owners. Like he must have some sort of dirt on them that nobody else is aware of. Because I can't figure out how the hell you keep a man on that team who has yet to win a playoff game. True. He's been to plenty, he's made plenty of playoff appearances. Mm-hmm. But the guy's yet to win a postseason game. It's a it's just unheard of. Jackson, you know what? I don't even care if they fire Jackson or not. The fact that he was even brought on is a disgrace to coaching everywhere. I mean, it, he was brought back. You no. know, that was that's the no. that's you the can, whole you thing. You can you can change it however you want to. It's the just fact like that he was even hired. I mean, it's just like your kid. You know, kid leaves home, can't There's cut it, comes back, he comes bullshit. back home. That's what it is. He came back home. No, that's just that's that's bullshit. Jackson does not deserve to sniff an NFL locker room. For the rest of his days. I'm surprised that he did come back this quick. Talking about Hugh Jackson. Uh, I'm not surprised that it was to the Bengals. I am surprised that it's for an assistant head coaching position. A special assistant head coaching position. So that this way, Lewis can focus more on defense. You know, since he just got rid of his defensive coordinator. And Hugh Jackson can, will more than likely be doing the offensive play calling. It's going to be an interesting... It's going to be an interesting rest of the season for, for Matt's Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Matt did pick them. No I know. That's why I, I, I'm so – I he couldn't have gone to a better team. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for welcoming Hugh Jackson with open arms. You, you wonderful person, you. He uh, – how many – so the Browns play them twice? Twice. They haven't played them at all yet? I don't believe so. Uh, I'll double check real quick. So here's the thing. This is actually going to be fun because – wasn't the bet with Matt that I had the bet with Matt that like all the Browns have to do is win three games and they just beat Atlanta. <laughs> so if they beat Cincinnati both those games, I get myself a six pack of beer. Which would be amazing. They yep, they go so they're going against You're the, still alive too, aren't you? Oh, I'm alive. Okay. I'm You're still I'm, alive. I'm clinging on to beep. They have to they have to win beep. the rest of the games though, don't they? So you, they're going. The Bengals point? are going against the Ravens, Browns, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Browns, Steelers. There's a very good chance that the Bengals could lose all those games. Maybe win one or two. Aside from the Raiders, they're not maybe the win. Raiders. Well, yeah, the Raiders. The, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Raiders, and the Raiders would try to lose that game purposely. Well, of course, the Raiders are going to lose that game purposely. So, they're tanking. So, if they even just beat the Raiders, it's very possible that they can go six and ten. What the Cincinnati the, uh, Bengals. What's I, I was hoping you're gonna give me the Brown schedule the rest of the way. Oh, the Brown schedule. I'm pulling that up right now for you. Yeah, buddy. because well, no, because I I want to know how many how many more games do they have to win for you to win the bet? Well, they're you know how many wins do they have now? Four. They're three, six, and one. So oh, dude, I'm you're still, screwed. I'm still not looking good. No, you, they have to win out. No, they don't. They have to. You have. I thought Matt said the over under was seven, seven and, and, a half. and a half. So they have to win five games. It's been four. Seven and a half. They won seven and a half. Oh, because of the tie. Yeah. The tie does not count as a half, does it? What do you count a tie as? No shit. I was thinking that that... I just need four wins. Wow. All right, so if you could get two of them from Bengals, te- Bengals, Texans, Panthers, Broncos, Bengals, Ravens. Ooh, you got a shot. You've got one against. They already beat the Ravens before. Well, I was gonna say that you. I don't know if they'll beat the Ravens a second time, but they can certainly beat the Broncos. Broncos. I mean, again, if the Panthers don't pull their stuff together, they could they could bum rush the Panthers. The Browns don't have a bad defense. They don't. Well, let's let's calm down there. Sparky. Okay, had, you're right. They had 28 to 16 game. against your Matt Ryan, but you're right. They had what? What was the week before that? 21 37. That's not. That's still. That's still a they lot of points. 37 points. They did, but who was playing? Who was calling that one? That was a brand new coach in term, wasn't it? Oh my goodness! What was the week before that? How many points did they give up? 33. Oh, interesting. And the week before that, uh, 26. Oh, okay. And how good is that defense again? They're getting better. 
They gave up. F- okay. All right. All right. I'm right. Just say it. You're not. You're not <laughs> even close to being right. You're telling me this defense isn't that bad. <laughs> I'm right. Just because you gave up 16 points to an Atlanta Falcons team that isn't very good oh. is not something to brag about. They're not good. But no, Matt they're Ryan not is good. good. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Again, you're the numbers guy. I go off what you tell me. You tell mm-hmm. me that you go by the numbers. I do. So explain to me again how Matt Well, because I was going off the team numbers this round. Well, then if it was the team numbers, then why is Carson Wentz in your top 10? Because I love Carson Wentz. Oh, okay. So then you're you're not objective at all when it comes to your list. Is what I just wanted to me. throw Carson on there. Fill up the CW number 11. Give me your 10 one more time. <sighs> God damn it, Christopher. No, this is important because I, I wanna. I just want to remember you about your record. So just, just, just give me that top ten one more time. Pat Mahomes. Yep. Jared Goff. Okay. Andrew Luck. Yo, Philip Rivers. Not, whoa, whoa, Andrew Luck is not on a playoff team. His team are sub five hundred. They can make the playoffs though. No, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can't. Okay. Philip Rivers. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Okay. Cam Newton. Okay. Carson Wentz. Sub 500, that's two. Mariota. Mariota may or may not make the playoffs. I rest my case. Well, how do you rest your case? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. (laughs) And I love Marcus Mariota. I defend him to Matt all the time, and I think he's a top 15 quarterback. How the hell do you have Marcus Mariota on there and not Matt Ryan? All right, fine. Matt Ryan is my last one. Because technically I gave you nine. So Matt Ryan could be 10. So now we both win. He's on my list, so you're we happy. And he's win. on the bottom of the barrel, so but I you, win. You still don't have Matt Stafford on there. Well, Matt Stafford is honorable mentions. Matt Stafford is a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Look, I'm Chris, saying this as a Marcus Mariota fan. Then how about this? Next time you want my top 10 list, tell me your top 10 list so I can just tell you. Oh, what, I can just repeat it for I you, and then you'll be happy. No, but I don't understand your picks, though. If you, because if you're I going go, by numbers, yeah, I went by numbers of uh, yards, touchdowns, interceptions, but even more so, what carried them over was games won by their or game records for their teams, except for Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz. I still think they're both playoff teams, though. How do you think the Colts are playing? Like this they is can. coming from a Colts fan. How the hell are the Colts a playoff team? They have a really if they bad win out. defense. If they they kind of went out. They went out. They're a playoff team. <laughs> if right? they went out. Yeah. Plus, he is okay. playing out of his mind. He's playing like like the good Andrew Luck that we all came to know and love. Yes, I understand that. But their schedule, there's no way in hell they're winning out on that schedule. You know what, Christopher? When you want to keep looking at... I'm a pessimistic Colts fan Colts. right now because my team has been garbage for the last three years. Three years. Two and a half years. All right. Talk to me when you've been a fan for 20 some odd years. I have been a fan for oh, okay, not twenty some odd years. It was, it was a cold day in nineteen ninety. Actually, it has been twenty years. Hold my dick. No, that doesn't count. You don't get to say that you're like a Colts fan because no, I'm no, a Peyton Manning fan. No, I guess, no, you can say that, but you can't. You can't be. You can't know what I've been through because you had the really because I watched Peyton Manning lose game. After playoff game, yeah, because after he playoff the, because game. who was he playing against? The cheaters. Well, no, not always. He also every game we win that we cheated at, you get a free Dunkin' Donuts coffee and a donut. Come on down to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, boy. brought to you by your New England Patriots. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell me real quick. So why is your why is your fandom hurt so much more than mine? I mean, just talk to Matt. He knows. You go through a long drought, a horrible coach. Not a horrible coach, but uh, Andy Reid was like a lovable teddy bear that you just wanted to slap around. Dude, you do not get to bitch about your Donovan McNabb, Andy Reid time. I mean, I kind of do. Why do you get to bitch about that? You didn't win the big picture. But your team was like the number one or two seed in the NFC for almost a decade. But it didn't matter when you didn't come home with a ring. True. You got a ring a lot sooner than I did. Yes, I Twice. did. Over a decade. You actually got two rings <laughs> in the span of two different teams. Oh, with Peyton, yes. Yeah. The Colts only got one, but yes. Yes, but think about all the heartbreak I had, too, though. Oh, I had heartbreak. Drew Brees Just because you me. punched a hole in a wall doesn't mean that you're a better person than me, and you know what heartbreak <laughs> is. I had Drew Brees 
crush me. Yep. I had the Legion of Boom completely crush me. And I'm forgetting. Actually, no. Peyton Manning was two and two in Super Bowls. Never mind. I guess it wasn't that bad. All right. Guess not, right? <laughs> Sound like an asshole now. I'm sorry. Enjoy your Dunkin' Donuts tomorrow. <laughs> I don't drink Dunkin' Donuts, but <laughs> thank you. I will. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week's edition of The Huddle, brought to you by the Sideline Network. Mm-hmm. Alongside Richo, I am LaValle. Matt is still a douche for not showing up tonight. Douchey douche. And uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. We will be back in two weeks. Hopefully, uh, actually, no, I lied. We will be back next week. Uh, Matt and I will be doing a huddle podcast as we'll we'll be discussing uh, week 11 of the NFL, possibly some NBA since Matt will be hosting that. And then Rich and I will try to do a Thanksgiving morning uh, podcast. We will preview the Thanksgiving Day games as we did last year. And that'll be that. So enjoy NFL week 11 and we'll talk to you all again soon. (laughs) 